0: Previously, on the Division Three's Finest Podcast.
1: Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans.
2: Next Pib Manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. From well, what I
3: understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get?
4: That's a good question, man.
3: <laughs> uh... You took Sprite Cranberry over. Took, you
2: took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper.
3: I'd rather drink my own piss and than... <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all and then uh like those guys are just always they look like they're half asleep all the time.
3: I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is do you do you not have dragons?
4: Oh,
1: sure nice. you your
3: so a whole new out I'll go 7 I, I feel seven. I feel like really good I know <laughs> This is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day honestly So uh, what do you do now
1: Yeah I, I work
3: are uh, a professional now a big uh, professional guy
0: Episode 65 of The division Vision 3's finest podcast coming up next What's up, guys? Episode 65 of the Division 3 Spice Podcast. How's everyone doing?
2: Doing well, man. Good, good. As good. well good. as I can, guys. of course. Right. That's, yeah. The show, Some the, of them. So, like, the show came out today. You know, I've been playing that a lot. Uh, four and they'll the went down, So that's kind of uh, devastating yeah. to everyone. But, I mean, yeah. like it's time to play the show, so...
0: There you yeah,
3: go. kind of on that video game note. This is this is probably the most social interaction I've had in the past two days. So, yeah, I'm real real pumped about that. Uh, you know, outside my roommates, but you know, they see me every day. So, this is big for me.
0: I hear you. I, I got the news that I'm working from home for you know indefinitely for the next couple of weeks at least. I know Gil, you're working from home as well. And so yeah, it it's is. a tough uh, situation for all of us. And Shoot might be heading back home uh, in the next couple of days. So. Yeah, yeah, they lots canceled of, our season,
2: so I might be heading home soon. Don't know what's going
0: on. Yeah, so obviously a tough situation for you know all of us. But before we get to the, you know the main part of our show, obviously it's been a crazy week just from the last week we talked. You know, sports was fully on. We talked about NBA, the MVP talk. Uh, we talked about March Madness, and ever since we dropped that podcast, less than 24 hours later, you know it's pretty much irrelevant. So, um, you know, pretty, pretty tough, you know, with, you know, Rudy Gobert being diagnosed with coronavirus leading to the NBA suspension and then March Madness being canceled. So first and foremost, you know, we love you guys and hope everyone's staying safe with this thing. Obviously it's a tough time for all of us. And, you know, obviously this is a sports podcast, so it's going to be tough for content, but, you know, I think we're, you know, a hundred percent committed to continuing the show and coming up with new ideas. So, Um, Just wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be sticking with this, and hopefully uh, you guys keep listening despite the lack of sports.
2: For
3: the good of the people.
0: For sure. And, um, you know, we also got to cover some NFL stuff, so that was a big NFL day, thankfully. So we have a little bit of sports to talk about. Um, Let's just start with, this isn't the biggest news, but the news that's probably closest to our recurring guest heart, Jacob Schubert and the Indianapolis Colts. Picking up Philip uh, <laughs> Rivers, uh, what was your reaction to seeing the signing? And uh, he's going to be receiving $25 million. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so, what was your reaction
2: um, to that? Initially, like, I was kind of – I was telling people today, I said, it's kind of weird how Philip Rivers didn't sign today with, the, like, the first day, like, with the Colts because apparently, like, before, like, the legal tampering period had been allowed. Like, everyone's saying Colts, Colts and Philip Rivers basically done deal, like, already, like – basically right in stone and the first day of the free agency he doesn't sign so i thought that was weird to begin with um but then he signs today on a one-year deal and okay one-year deal prove it deal like whatever i had not seen the money and then i see 25 million um that's not a prove it deal um that's like a i mean it's a one-year deal and then we're gonna pay you like there you go like regardless of what happens like He's still gonna get paid, and he's trying to, to catch leave. lightning in a bottle. Yeah, like, okay, I mean, like, and then he comes out today saying like he wants to play for the Colts for the next, you know, not beyond 2020, so not just a one-year deal. Um, so I, I don't know. This is kind of I mean, weird for me um, because you know I hated Philip Rivers in some situations just because the Colts and the Chargers are somewhat rivals. But you know, hey, happy to have Phil Rivers. Hopefully he can play better than Jacoby Brissett, and hopefully he doesn't throw uh, that many balloons like he did with the Chargers this past season. So let's see. <laughs> You gotta hope that he doesn't. You gotta pray. We still need fucking weapons around him because T.Y. Hilton's
0: we'll fucking
2: walking injury.
0: We'll bleep that out too. I don't know. Yeah, 20, <laughs> yes. $25 million seems like a lot for a lot of these hoping comments you had. Like, oh, I hope he's okay. Like, I hope yeah, he's good. Like, like Yeah, it, does, it seems like so, a lot of money, you know.
2: I didn't look this up, so I'm kind of like going off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure the Andrew Luck contract, I'm pretty sure that was $27 million a year when he signed at the time. And at the time he signed that, it was the highest paid quarterback in the league. So, 27 a year, but he had multiple years. So, Phil R- Rivers, 25 for one year, and we don't even know what we're going to get out of him. Like, I uh, don't it just kind of seems weird. But, you, hey, we'll see. You just gave Brissett an
0: extension before last year, right? Isn't it? Three year, 18 million. Is that right? Who? who? Brissett, last year, before the start Brissette of the year. Got
2: two, he got a two year deal. Oh, two, two years? years? Okay. So, okay. he's here for at least, I think, I think one more year. Okay so we'll see. I yeah. think and, and like I think the Colts will have end up taking a quarterback in this draft, probably trading a Weber set, but we'll
0: see. Okay. Well, that's obviously pretty big. Gil, you got any more thoughts on that?
2: Oh, I think we I think Shub did a great job.
0: Yeah, for his for once. hometown Indianapolis Colts. But yeah, uh, obviously the biggest news that came out tonight, we're recording this on a Tuesday night, Tom Brady signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for an undisclosed amount of years. Uh, right now, I assume it's maybe two. And he's getting 30 years. Is that right, Shub? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, 30
2: year, Don't know how many years yet, but it is 30 a year.
0: So obviously, um, you know, pretty big news. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a lot of bad
1: stats.
0: They have great receivers, unlike the Patriots last year. You know, with Godwin, Mike Evans. Probably should have said Mike Evans first, but uh, obviously they're stacked. Yeah. And you know, who knows? Maybe they'll add Antonio Brown as well.
2: From, from the research, from yeah, the research, I, I was proud of that. I'll remember that you said that. From the research I was doing, uh, they said, like, oh, kind of like... Yeah, and the research I did was basically, like, listening to other people talk about it's, the Tom Brady yeah, situation.
0: Like, yeah, metrics, But from
2: what people were saying was, uh, like, so once Tom Brady saw DeAndre Hopkins get traded for basically a bag of rocks, and then Stephon Diggs, I mean, he got traded for, you know, it was a greater haul the Vikings got, but, you know, still weapons that the Patriots could have traded for, I think Tom Brady was just like, I from what I've been researching and found out Tom Brady just said you know what like you guys aren't going to go after weapons like, hey I'm done like I'm out no anyway. hey that's actually
3: I'll give you I'll give you credit that's actually one of your better takes that I've heard in a while because um, I do remember one of the things uh, early on when obviously the talks were Brady can you know he can leave you know this year um, you know one of the things I heard a lot was he basically told the Patriots like he wanted to stay they just needed to add weapons and so I mean I think that's a pretty fair point I mean not that it's actually the reason but um, it would make a lot of sense uh, you know the way you said it basically you know he's seeing all over the league these huge moves especially receivers specifically yeah Yeah. Um, and none of them are to the Patriots so I I could definitely see that being a big factor in why he might have decided to bounce out
0: and there's also some rumblings like Belichick didn't I think obviously the Patriots wanted to re-sign him but it didn't seem like that desire was I don't know equally matched i guess like they were kind of treating him like not like he's the franchise quarterback that he should be like you know they should be like begging him to come back even it just didn't seem like that according to some of the reports out there on in the twitter world
2: it's it's kind of weird though because like now this has a trickle-down effect like okay now what what happens with Jameis? does Jameis just go to new england and like does bill belichick do like if i can win with Jameis, like i i can literally win with everyone like does he prove? Does Belichick prove how great he is as a coach? I mean, he's already a great coach. I'm not going to take that away from him. But like, if he wins, if he wins even more, like, like if he gets to the playoffs with Jameis, wins a playoff game with Jameis, like, does that kind of like cement like how great of a coach he like, he is? Even though he's already like cemented as a great coach, um, it's just kind of weird. Like, what happens with Jared Stidham? Does Jared Stidham take over? Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see.
0: That's the confusing part because. Why wouldn't you want Brady back? Like, they have what? to have some kind of plan, you would think. It's Belichick, it's the Patriots. They have to have something planned. Or maybe they're drafting you know, What it, looks like, what it looks
2: like is they have no plan. And I, like, I watched Jerry Skidder. What's that, that
0: day? Yeah, after this decade, you can't think that. Like, they have to have something yes. up their sleeves.
3: I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I try not to think that about any. Like, some teams make it hard, but I. I like to think that a professional or sports organization has a plan. I have to, as a Browns fan mostly. I have to think that, and I have to hope that. But, but kind of also on a serious note, like I, the the Patriots, for obvious reasons, but just a professional sports organization, also I feel like would not make a move like letting like. Not letting, but you know, not making the moves to let a player like Tom Brady walk without right. having some type of plan of action behind that. Even if they did make the moves, he still had the option to leave, so they had to have been planning some type of alternate uh, strategy there
0: it's crazy it's not like they haven't like they lost last year obviously but they won the super bowl the year before that so it's not like they haven't had success recently like it's just makes the movie even more shocking and it feels like i guess maybe it was expected for a while there's rumblings brave was gonna leave but now that it's actually real it feels like this i mean it is a big story but it feels like it should be more shocking like it's should be more profound this is just nuts
2: if, I feel like this is I feel like to Patriots fans is is probably more shocking. I mean none of us are Patriots fans. Right. But I've been hearing like this is worse to like this is like worse we'll than out. LeBron's decision. And I mean like that that hurt you think? just because like think about the decision. The decision was like what, a couple months? Like once they lost to the Celtics and then until he signed as a free agent with the Heat. he also hadn't won a championship at Cleveland. But you're right. But like LeBron had been in, he had been an Ohio kid, like it it hurt I feel like that's even worse. But, like, like, he was an Ohio kid, then he left. But, like, Brady drug this along all season. Like, sold his house at the start of the season, or put his house up for sale at the start of the season. You know, like, and just kind of drug the Patriots fans along through the season to the point where it even looked like, towards the end, like, oh, yeah, he's coming back. Because like, there were rumors, like, okay, that the Patriots are offering, or they're, pre- like, prepared to make an offer and then this, all of a sudden, this bam—he's not coming back. Like second day in the free agency. So I feel like I've been hearing this is worse than the decision, than the decision.
3: Uh, I personally disagree. Um, Me I mean, too. I can see like where you're coming from. Like two beloved sports figures leaving their, fran- the franchises that they are beloved by. But I feel like that's where like the similarities kind of end. Um, like I don't think Tom Brady made a big spectacle out of it. Um, for one, and second, like, like we kind of already talked about, like, he wanted to stay, and like, whether the reports were true or not, you know, assuming they were, he made it known like what he wanted to have happen, and those things didn't happen, whereas, like, I think LeBron was maybe just kind of more, I mean, if I remember correctly, he kind of distanced himself from the whole, like, he was kind of off on his own, like, with his own camp for a while, so... I personally disagree, but I could see this. I could see where you're coming from with like the heartbreak to Pats fans, especially losing uh, a guy like that.
2: I mean, like the similarities in not adding weapons around these two elite players was kind of like the same thing. Though, like the Cavs, their elite players they added at the deadline were Wally Zerbiak and Delonte West, and the elite players that the Patriots added was nobody. So, I mean, basically the same thing. That's uh, fair. Well, uh, I think my ba- I think the biggest difference for me is the. <laughs> Six rings. <laughs> but, you know, I LeBron, LeBron hadn't hadn't won a championship with Cleveland yet, so I mean there was right. still like doubt, I just I think guess. like it's more I feel like
3: where LeBron may may right or wrong might have been more of abandonment whereas Brady's is just like he's paid his time, he's done his time.
0: Right. Like the the biggest difference is that LeBron announced it on national T V.
2: Yeah. And it, it,
0: and they had a and had a parade saying you know not not one not two not three before they played a single game so I mean that's where the the hatred came from I think and with the Patriots and Brady like you know Gil you said it like Patriots could have had Tom Brady in most likelihood unless there's false reports out there like if they made a better effort they probably could have had Brady so I I'm sorry Steve I just don't see your take here I don't I, don't. I mean
2: I, I mean I get I get both ways but I mean I, I can. I'm. I'm not even sure if it's as bad as the decision because, like I said, I'm not a Patriots fan. Like, if this is a Patriots fan, I'd be easier. If I was a Patriots fan, I'd be easier to like judge both. of What (laughs) happened? Because like I experienced the heartbreak when the ball left. I don't disagree with you. I disagree with the take. No, I get it. No, I get
0: it. It feels more like. Jordan to the Wizards, like his last stint. You know, what I mean, not that I think Trey is going to be as bad as Jordan was with the Wizards in his last stint, because I think he still has a little bit more in the tank. But it's you know, it's kind of like Favre, like his his last chance, Vikings or the Jets, with Favre.
3: Yeah, and you know, and another just kind of also something we touched on, like going to a team. I mean, like a theme of what we've been talking about, going to a team with weapons who. I mean, maybe not, like, ready to win, like, right now, but you add Tom Brady, like, who really knows if he's got enough around him. So,
4: right.
3: I mean, I think that's got to be their plan. Like, they, they have to feel like they have enough or are going to get enough around him to, to maybe make a run out of here over the next two years. So, uh, I'm kind of excited, honestly.
0: For sure. I mean, I'm glad he's out of the AFC. I'll tell you that. It makes me a little <laughs> bit more excited to watch One it.
2: person... <laughs> One person who's not excited, Austin Sleek. He's in the NFC South now Ooh. with the Saints. Shout so out. C.
0: Friend of the program. So. He is our NFL insider, too, so maybe we'll have him yeah. on uh, soon to discuss that aspect of it. But um, uh, Let's segue into you know a couple other big moves that are made, wide receivers on the move. Let's start with, I guess, Stefan Diggs. That was more recent to the Buffalo Bills. What were some of your guys' takes on that? Uh, I mean, did,
2: I go ahead.
3: Yeah, no, I don't my bad. I don't have a lot of, I don't have like a super in-depth analysis on this one. I mean, it kind of speaks for itself. It's a pretty big move, um, especially for a, uh, a Bills team that, you know, might have been, they made it to the playoffs, you know, arguably maybe lacking a few weapons. But, I mean, this does definitely doesn't hurt them. So uh, right. I think they definitely got better. So it'll be, <laughs> you know, you got a young quarterback, Josh Allen, with a premier wide receiver. Um, I don't see any problem with that move. So I'm excited to watch them whenever sports decide to come back
2: right yeah no, I, i'm with you Gale. i think it's a great idea like a great trade and uh you know it's like let kind of put this in perspective can anyone tell me who the best receiver on the bills was before Stephon Diggs got there
0: john Actually, brown john, I,
2: don't know, I, didn't, I couldn't hear you ben
0: john brown he was really good last year
2: yeah so yeah so no no uh, Stephon, Diggs is than John Brown. <laughs> yeah, Stephon Diggs, is way better than John Brown. Like the fact that okay, like, I didn't say he was okay. better than
0: Stephon Diggs, but i was saying that I mean, he had a good no, year last no, year. He, he had a really no, good you year, last it. year
2: No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Listen, I couldn't even remember who the best receiver on the Bills was. so I, I was surprised. I forgot John Brown was it's on that team. Shocker. Game. Yeah. So um, no, I think it's a great, great trade for uh, for Buffalo. Um, I mean, I don't think the Vikings really lost this trade. I think Stephon Diggs wanted out to begin with, and you know. We'll, just, we'll just see how it plays out for the Vikings, but I, mean, I think it's a great trade for the Buffalo Bills and you know, strong-arm Josh Allen, so we'll see what happens.
0: So for my sure. thing is... I'm like, excited. Yeah, I, obviously it's an exciting trade for the Bills, and it's even more exciting that Brady's leaving the Patriots so they have the window yeah. to you know win the division. But I guess... So I'm not gonna rip Diggs here, but there was a lot of there was a lot of small problems last year. Like I had him in fantasy, so I had a closer eye on him than most people. Like he had a lot of blank games, and it feels like he's a really big time receiver. And like the he kind of has like that Tyreek factor. You know what I mean? Like he breaks off a lot of big catches, but if he's not breaking off those catches, he's, he's not getting a ton of those like ten to twenty yard receptions. Like it's either boom or bust. It seems like. So I seen, like I've seen tweets out there that he's like a top. Five receiver in the league I'm just I'm totally off that bandwidth I think maybe top 15 somewhere around uh, that range but like so I'll, I think it's yeah, it's a it's a good five, move right. but it's not like holy shit, game changer move if that makes sense yeah
3: he's, he's definitely a guy you gotta know he you gotta know where he's at but Ben I think I like your Tyreek Hill comparison actually because one of the things I was thinking uh, especially with guys like that, that fast maybe that shifty I guess might be a better word uh, when you have a quarterback who can kind of move a little bit and draw it out a little more time, like uh, we talked about it on a previous podcast, how many, how, uh, again, like I said on that, when I said it the first time, not to, anything, uh, uh, not to take anything away from the Chiefs, but like obviously like having Tyreek Hill out there, you can extend things like even two more seconds and just let him run around, like he'll get open. And I can right. see, maybe not to the same level, but at some extent having uh, Josh Allen be mobile. Uh, I think you can kind of use that to your advantage having Diggs out there,
0: right? And Josh Allen has a rocket too. He's got to get you know more accuracy, obviously. But you know you can you could totally see Week One Diggs running a you know fly down the field exactly. and Josh Allen connecting on the fly. So
2: I mean, with with their best receiver being John John Brown, they almost won a playoff game. So who, who no one knows about? Who no one knew, knew about? Yeah.
0: How many receptions do you think John Brown had last year, Jube?
2: You... I have no idea. Like I said, I forgot I know, yeah. he was on the team.
0: He had uh, 72 receptions over 1,000 yards, so he's a pretty good receiver.
2: No, yeah. He's pretty, I mean, that was that's probably his best season in his career, though. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, 100%. I've had that guy on fantasy. <laughs> that's his best season in his career. I
0: was just saying, he's not yeah, nobody. Shit, I was like... making a joke about you <laughs> saying No. <laughs> Right. and then I guess I don't know how many more moves you guys want to talk about but the last one I had is you know obviously the DeAndre Hopkins trade to the Cardinals was yeah. obviously a huge that one. was pretty
3: self-explanatory um, I don't know what exactly the plan was there but I feel like the Cardinals got a steal um, again kind of similar situation young young mobile quarterback. Maybe not fully proved himself, but played pretty well, uh, you know, so far. Kyler Murray, I think, I think that's just kind of the same vein as all of these. Uh, an exciting quarterback just got an exciting receiver, and it, it, I think it makes sense for
2: I think it makes sense for them. For sure. I mean, so when I first like saw the tra- the trade came in parts to me. I don't know how this happened to me, but it did. So the first thing I saw was David Johnson's going to Houston. I didn't see anything else about Hopkins going to Arizona. I just saw David Johnson's going to Houston. And I was like, alright, like that's typical Houston. They take up they take washed up running backs, like they had Lamar Miller, they had Carlos Hyde, they had Duke Johnson currently. Yeah, sure, uh, Houston. And now, friends of the show. and now they have uh, David Johnson, but they they had just lost Carlos Hyde, so like, all right, that makes sense. And then then I saw, you know, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals and then I was just like, Oh like that's weird, like they just got David Johnson. And then I put two and two together. And I, I mean, I can't, I can't believe it's still. Like, it's, I think it's one. I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but I think it's an off, like one of the worst trades in NFL history. Like, I'm, it's arguably it could be one of the worst trades in NFL history the way it plays out. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, we we talk about how Stephon Diggs isn't a top five receiver. I mean, I think DeAndre Hopkins is the top five receiver in the league. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I did, um, I did see a list on Twitter.
3: I, I don't remember, obviously, all the names, but it was just a list of receivers who were traded for first-round picks. Yeah, um, and you didn't even get, and, a, you didn't get one. Right, well, that was the point. It was a list of all these guys. Whether or not they should have gotten a first-round pick, they all did. And then at the bottom of the list was DeAndre Hopkins, who did not get traded for a first-round pick. Right. So it, it was yeah. interesting to see some of those names, and, and especially like guys who were getting traded like multiple times. So, I mean... Situations are obviously different, but if you're moving around a lot, like maybe you weren't uh, you know, that great to begin with. Whereas I feel like DeAndre Hopkins has proven to be a guy like like a Michael Thomas. Like I feel like you'd be crazy to yeah. kind of get rid of him or let him go. 100%. Like as long as you're in a position to do anything. So, and and I felt like the Texans weren't like. Not that they were, like, in the position to, like, make that run, but losing him, like, doesn't... Losing him and having adding David Johnson, in my opinion, does not put you in any better position to, to win games.
2: So, I mean, like, to make... And to make things worse, like, Jalen Ramsey got traded, I think, for two ones. He at least got traded for one for Sean pick, I think, too. So, so that's, like, Jalen Ramsey's not... I mean, like, DeAndre Hopkins, like, has burned Jalen Ramsey on multiple occasions. They yeah. played in the same division for a couple years. Like, mm-hmm. so... DeAndre Hopkins is already more valuable. And then, like, also, like, who's the best receiver on the Texans now is either Kenny Stills, who really isn't – I mean, he's okay. Like He's very – I think he's above average, but he's not DeAndre Hopkins. And then you have Will Fuller, who's probably the better receiver on the team, but he's never healthy. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's just kind of – it's. I mean, if you're Deshaun Watson, like, I'd be pissed. I'd be furious.
0: Yeah, that sucks. I My first takeaway when seeing this trade is – and the headline from Bleacher Report read, David Johnson, former fantasy stud, heading to <laughs> the Houston Texans. Like, that's all you need to hear, like, former fantasy stud. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you could have, like, a podcast dedicated to people who hate David Johnson because they selected him, like, with the third or fifth pick last year, and he, like, had, like, ten fantasy points overall. Yeah. Like, he, he's just, I, I don't know if he's going to make a comeback here this year. Everyone's saying Big Ben comeback back player of the year i don't know if i believe that but i think it's more likely than david johnson because i (laughs) don't know i feel like the ship has sailed on him for sure so yeah just did not make any sense and i think if you think about the top receivers of the league i think it's michael thomas 1a deandre hopkins 1b like i feel like those that's my second or first guy right there so it's obviously uh, just doesn't make any sense go
2: ahead
0: i just said it just doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't
2: at all and then like to make things kind of like kind of make things a little funny like uh duke johnson you know former browns running back who was upset that, like the browns had signed cream hunt and the browns had nick chubb like he w- he wasn't gonna get as many touches as he liked well he, you know he gets traded to houston who had carlos hyde and he really didn't get that many touches to begin with until he went to uh until they got into the like playoffs he had like the basically the same role he did in cleveland and then now carlos hyde leaves and you think all right duke johnson's gonna finally be the premier back like it's finally his his backfield and they trade for david johnson so I just think it's kind of, you know, don't be careful what you wish for if you're Duke Johnson. So it's kind of funny how that plays out.
0: Yeah, obviously a pretty crazy situation. So um, I guess we'll wrap this up. We got a couple interviews to, you know, look forward to, and then Fantasy BS at the end. But, um, you know, just for the future of the podcast, I think we're going to be doing more movie reviews and sports news whenever it comes up like you know nfl stuff came up today i don't think we're going to be doing any nascar because i think we we have plans with you know future interviews we have a couple of interviews lined up and then movie reviews i think we have some good ideas with that too so yeah look forward to, for that and you know hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show a few moments later <laughs> Now join us on the podcast. This is his fourth appearance on the show. He's one of our favorite recurring guests of all time. Just speaking for, you know, Gil and I, the co-hosts, we're happy to have you on the show. But our other recurring guest, Jacob Schubert, maybe not as big of a paternity guy as us. Seems like every time we have you on, like, especially last time talking about the Astro, things got a little testy. So hopefully (coughs) nothing crazy happens this show. But nevertheless, at least two thirds of the podcast is happy to have you on the show. Coach Paternity, how's it going? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you
1: know, I'm glad to laugh because, you know, with the Schubert comment. So I mean, we'll just uh, still wait on our, uh, you know, our maybe our follow up to, uh, you know, our last. I don't know. Uh, you know, little argument, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. Dude, so <laughs> <Feet. I'm patient. laughs> <laughs> he, he
3: just picks. He just picks and picks. You can't. You can't go down his level. I have to. <laughs> Can't let him get away it's, with it. It's Because I care. Because I care. That's why. There it is. Wow. That's probably been, there you go. There, there. I. I see some bonding forming. Yeah. So it's, um, it, it's getting there, but still we're close. <laughs> but, well. But while Shubert's not putting in any effort, obviously that's that was all. That was yeah. You. It's always length. So it's gonna take two two to tango.
1: Yeah. It's uh. All right. I know it's, you guys always shoot me a text, that, "Hey, we're waiting on shoes." So it's like, "Ah, uh, go see." I was time. waiting on them. I
2: know I have 30 minutes at least to get ready. So. Oh, I was waiting yeah. on them. I was
1: already ready. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. That, yeah. Is yeah, it, so what
0: did they good. say once? St- Coach, <laughs> Coach, who need a late coffee? Four, two steps
3: back. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So. All right. So before we get into, like, the harder part of the interview, I guess, the more serious part, because um, we know it's kind of a revolving around a sore subject, um, you know, for anybody, but more – to the point of our interview for coaches out there. Uh, so we we'll want to keep it lighthearted. So, uh, early on the show, we talked a bit about some things that, um, we can do in our spare time now that we're kind of quarantined, like locked away. Um, do you have anything kind of out of the ordinary that you're planning on doing now that you have all this free time or is it just more, you know, spending time with your family, binge watching Netflix? Um, we, we want to deep dive into the mind of coach
1: fraternity. Oh gosh, be careful. Um, I, well, <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. My summer just started early, I guess you could say. Uh, uh, definitely spent any time with my wife and daughter. And uh, uh, we were actually, I like, I'm a big, I don't like to sit around really much. I like to go out and do things. So this is really hard <laughs> for me right now. So <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a big yard work guy. So Ooh, okay. I was just outside doing some landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, was just doing that, um, and then Sunday when I got back from Florida, I hopped in my car and drove an hour to go buy the show. So, um, oh, um, um, that's that's what I'm planning on doing for the next however long we have to stay at home. I guess. <laughs> I've I've been playing
2: that all day,
1: so there you go. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to do a podcast on like you know reviews or you know anything about the show please let me be in on that because, uh, you know, I'm ready to rate it. I'm ready to get yeah. my thoughts and sounds, uh, stuff like that. You know. sounds, we're looking for ideas, so we might have to actually take you up on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not really – I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of shows to watch, so I'm usually – if The Office is on, I usually watch it. Uh, you know, there's really not – obviously, there's no sports going on, so I like what – some sports channels are showing like classic games, and you know I like to watch the MLB channel when they do uh, um, kind of like our little stories about just other teams and stuff like that. That's always really interesting and really cool to watch. And I'll, I'll, I'm a big Curse of Oak Island fan. Not sure if you guys have heard of that show. Uh, it's it's awesome. You guys probably need to watch it so that way we can maybe talk about that too. Right. Oh
0: yeah, we'll put, put it on the list. Whammy. Sounds yeah. good.
1: So it's on Tuesday nights, so it's new tonight. It's okay. on the History Channel. Okay. So they're trying to find a buried treasure, basically. That's all you need to know. And I'm get so ready to uh, get ready to dive in. It's it really kinda uh, curse of Oak Island. Alright, I'm so in. It's awesome. It is awesome. So mm-hmm. it's a good it's definitely a good binge watching show. So Okay. But I'm hooked. I've been hooked for about five years. So you know, hopefully, I don't think they'll ever find it, or there's probably never a treasure. So I'm just you know, so I it's, like fi- shows.
2: it's like finding Bigfoot on the Animal Planet.
1: You're never gonna find it. Yeah, definitely. You are. You are right up. You're on the right track right there. So, but you know, it's a treasure I and mean, treasure or Bigfoot. I don't know. It's, that's a that's a tough call there too. Mm, true. So.
0: So I do have a, I, I do have a quick idea for some content if um, you're interested, Coach. I'm not sure if you'd want to do this. It would require some homework, but for a podcast, I was thinking it'd be cool if like we all rewatch Game Five of the 2017 World Series and you know we we do deep dive into this Astros thing. Yeah,
1: keep going. Go ahead. Let's hear. Your-
0: I was just saying, so like you know, we rewatch the game and just do a deep dive into you know what actually happened. <laughs> you
1: know, I, we got a lot of time, and we could really—I mean, here's the crazy thing. I, I wonder how much. I mean, I don't know the social media. You know, you know how I guys see, you know how I feel about that right. stuff. Exactly. So sure more things are going to come come out. So you know, and more conspiracies. You know, I think the now maybe baseball is protecting the Red Sox. You ever think about that? Because they haven't uh, oh. came out with their ruling, so maybe they spread the corona, and they're just you know oh.
2: they want gave
1: it to, to the, the
3: Yankees. Spread. Spread. Just Spin yeah. zone, your spins up.
1: So
3: I don't know. We'll see. We'll just have to play it play it out. <laughs> I like where your heads at. I like. I honestly like that. I'm gonna dive down that rabbit hole.
0: I'm not gonna lie. Right. I did. I did rewatch the first inning last night. I had a spare 30 minutes. I rewatched the first inning last night, and the Astros. It, it, it was not a good inning for them hitting wise. I'll just say that it did not look like they were they had knowledge of what Kershaw was throwing.
2: Had picked
0: up yeah. the signs yet? Yeah, maybe it takes an <laughs> inning or two, and then we'll hear those whistles in there. We'll
1: Still just have right. to. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to watch it. I. You know, I'm trying
0: to forget a little bit about it and move on yeah. you know, so. well, that's, 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 that's hard so when you come on this podcast we just keep hey, bringing talk. it
1: up <laughs> Alright so the first big time
2: journalism question of the day uh, yeah. we know the situation is tough for so many out there but what's been the most difficult part about the coronavirus canceling everything for you guys personally
1: The years um, you know it's uh, it's that's not what they planned. That's not how they wanted to end their college career. Um, you know, so it's been it's been pretty rough. Um, you know, we've we you know it took our, our school a little longer to I don't know. We've been calling it the death penalty. So um, to really issue the death penalty to us, uh, you know, I, I give our president and our our dean of students a lot of credit for. Um, kind of playing this whole thing out and, 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 you know, knowing the options before a decision has been made. You know, there was, you know, we first got wind of it, I think it was last Tuesday, a team in our conference canceled just the whole year, and um, that was pretty rough. And it was just, we're we're in Florida, and we're we're playing games, and we're seeing all this stuff, and uh, guys are asking questions. You know, our, our guys actually handled it really well beginning of the week. Um, focused on on what we were trying to do and um, and just kind of the success that we were, ha- were having. Um, you know, and it was, you know, and as a coaching side, we're getting phone calls and text messages and emails and trying to find out all the information is, you know, okay, are we playing? Do we need to go home? What's going on? And, you know, obviously we're down there with so many other schools that are from the Northeast. And, you um, and they're canceling seasons, they're canceling games while they're in Florida to get back to campus to send their kids home. So it was, uh, you know, it was never, you know, I've never been through any of that stuff, and I don't think really anyone has. And, and so it's, it was, uh, you know, when we got, you know, we had an email on Wednesday from the president, um, you know, saying the kid. Well, at first it was we're canceling Monday and Tuesday classes for our faculty to be trained on online courses. Kids are welcome back on campus. As far as we, I mean, I was trying to get games on Tuesday since we didn't have class. <laughs> so that's how I was thinking. Um, you know, I like, hey, we're going to down six games. Let's try to get some more. And at that time, we, you know, still had a season, still out of practice. Kids were allowed back on campus. We just pushed our spring break a week later. Um, and then obviously, you know, it just kind of trickled down. And, um, I mean, it was tough to handle and we did a, we played Immaculata on, on the last day on Friday. They were, uh, you know, um, they knew about their season before the game and they were playing all seniors. And, uh, and as for us, we didn't really know what was going on yet, but you know, it, it was one of those things as a coach, you don't really want to tell the kids, Hey, this is it. Especially if you don't know, um, but then again, you want to make sure they go out on the, you know, on the senior game just in case. And so that's what we did. We played all of our seniors, which we play anyways. So and we did it. You know, Immaculata did a great job of um, doing it, allowing us to do it. And vice versa. And, you know, we made the substitutions when guys got hit, and you know, in the middle of an inning. So, you know, the great thing is ninety percent of our senior parents were there, and so they got to see it take pictures and stuff like that, so, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really hard, it was very emotional, <laughs> to, to, you know, to say the least, and, and just kind of on the bus ride home, it was, uh, you know, just checking Twitter and um, seeing other schools cancel, seems like every ten minutes there was two or three schools that were canceling their season, and we were sitting there not knowing what was going on with us until we really kind of got back to campus, so, it's been a rough, it really has.
0: Yeah, I, I can only imagine if that happened to us, our senior year, like how you know devastating that would be. Um, is there yeah, also, is there any update? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, if this is a bad question, but is there any chance at all for like seniors to come back for a fifth year, or is that too complicated with all the logistics and you know, extra year of tuition? Is that just out of the question?
1: Uh, you know, the the NCAA made the uh, statement that they're granting all seniors seniors you know an extra year and stuff like that i don't know if it's just seniors or if it's everybody but i know i've been reading a lot about it for the division one you know some good some bad to it really um you know we've i haven't really asked that those questions to our to our guys yet because um you know obviously the seniors but right, you know that's all they're thinking about and um you know and and Obviously, I would love all of our seniors to come back next year, but you know, with the cost and all that other stuff, the good right. thing that Monmouth is doing, they're reimbursing or crediting your room and board um, for the rest of the season, for the rest of the year, because all kids are all canceled by Sunday. So that's nice. Um, that's that's good for them to do. And, and like I said, our Maybe administration has been handling it very nicely. Um, I know some people are probably critical with it on, finding out answers and stuff like that, but at least they didn't put the death penalty on us, you know, and at least they were weighing the options with the athletes, the student athletes, you know, in mind, and so, yeah, I mean, we we actually, right now, we have three guys that are coming back, so um, uh, we have two guys that were transfers in, so they have some credits to finish up, and, um, you know, they're they're going to come back next year if it's the whole year or just the spring, um, and then we have a, a four-year guy that's been with me. Um, you know, he's thinking about maybe just doing a double major, um, you know, and stuff like that. He's, you know, he's finding some things out and some of those things were a lot of those questions, like we're going to have questions throughout the couple next couple of weeks we're just trying to let everything settle down and let our administration wrap their heads around everything first and, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. I know there's some guys that are thinking about coming back and that'd be great if they did. I mean, that'd be, be happy to see them and then go out on you know what's right and what they meant they you know they meant to do so. But um, it's definitely an option for those guys. But it's whatever they want to do. So
3: that's super interesting. And like this also might be kind of a tough question, but it's along the same lines. More of a general level. Have have you uh, had any discussion with maybe other coaches or anybody? within the conference uh, or just, you know, the NCAA in general in terms of maybe a timeline that you guys might be looking at for things to get back to normal? Um, Like, obviously, this season's canceled, but, you know, recruiting, uh, anything else really regarding
1: next season? Have you heard anything? No, honestly, and that's the frustrating part with the conference. And, uh, you know, it's one thing that communication has been, you know, has been really subpar at least with our conference, and um, it's frustrating, but while us as coaches have been communicating really well and kind of saying, hey, I've heard so-and-so's done after this, after that, you know, it's just, you know, we've been left in the dark, and, um, you know, it's kind of, that's frustrating to me. It's communication is big to me, and, you know, I, it was, hey, we're gonna cancel, then we're gonna delay until further notice, then we're gonna cancel until further notice, and, hey, let's just, somebody tell us what's going on, you know, so. Right. But, uh, I mean, if our conference hasn't done anything. Um, I'm assuming we're done for the year. Um, pretty sure right. we are. Um, I'm not sure. There's, another, there's still a couple schools up north there that haven't really said anything. So, uh, it's interesting, um, you know, and I, I think pretty much across the range, it's going to end up being nobody playing. I know junior college yesterday, too, because I think they came out with something they're canceling the whole season. I'm not sure if I read that right. But yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it's just slowly going to trickle down um, the next couple of weeks. Where, um, you know, it's, you, know re- you know recruiting is still the same. Uh, at least for us, through Division three, are uh, allowed to contact and everything. And that's been kind of a I've been kind of laying off that last couple of days because these kids, these seniors, are getting the same news um, as we are. So yeah, sad. They're frustrated, and you don't want to sit there and say, Hey, what do you want to do next year? And I mean, they got other things on their mind right now. Absolutely. Um, oh, sure. You know, I've reached out to a lot of those guys just saying, Hey, we're sorry to hear. You know, we're going to do the same thing. If you need anything, just let us know. I mean, that's basically what we've been kind of communicating with them a little bit more. And uh, I know Illinois is, this is kind of a positive, I think. Um, uh, the Illinois, I, I had said, but uh, IHSA is talking about um, just doing the season in the summer, and that's what Iowa does. Uh, so, its I mean, it's, you know, there's still, still a lot to think about and still a lot of decisions to be made for, you know, high school and, you know, college and stuff like that. its uh, I mean, it's just really kind of basically summer came too early, <laughs> basically. So. Right. All right. So the last question we
2: have for you, you know, unless something else, uh, unless you have something else, but just for our sports fans here, uh, what's some advice for them on the ways to cope with the empty part of their lives besides, you know, listening to us here at the Division Three's Finest podcast, of course.
1: Uh, Good question. Um, That's stuff we've been talking about as a team. Uh, We had one last team meeting, um, you know, before everything was decided and. Um, you know, once we had our staff meeting yesterday, actually, um, I sent our guys an email of kind of just how to deal with this stuff and, um, you know, and things to do, workouts to do, you know, I know are going to be closed. So we're working up like kind of just like a body weight workout type thing. We're big into yoga. So, I mean, I told, I told those guys, I go, Hey, you know, don't isolate yourself. FaceTime, Snapchat, do all the stuff that you guys do. You know on a daily basis with communicating with your you know with your teammates um facetime me because i'm going to need it more than anybody <laughs> so um, uh, we jump uh, around like hey about the show let's start a week let's get this going <laughs> you know so uh, you know it's one of those things where it's just you know don't sit in your house you know you can still do some things you know and um you know we've had plenty of conversations a lot of the seniors came by yesterday before they took off um, you know, I'm getting text messages from our seniors today that are home. I told me it's not going to hit you till you're actually home. And and one of our, you know, one of our guys, he texted me today and said, "This epic sucks." <laughs> just, yeah. uh, you know, retweet. What you do. You're, you're taking, you're taking online classes. You're, um, you know, you're you're at home when you're supposed to be enjoying your senior year. Um, you have, you're you're not knowing if you're going to be able to come back on campus and graduate. You know, it's. Um, it's a very tough time for those guys, and uh, you know, especially the, I my, my heart goes out to the seniors, you know, more really than anybody because it's not like I said before, it's not what you really how you wanted your college career to end, and, and now for you're sure. being forced. You know, it's at least you go out on your own terms if you're done if, if you're playing college baseball and that's it, you're going out on on your own terms. This is like pro ball. Someone just basically, hey, you're done, you're cut, we're releasing. You know, it's out of your control, and I don't think that's fair to those guys right now, Um, but, uh, I mean, they're going to have to cope, and, you know, it is what it is. They they can't control it. There's no, you know, we're not
4: bad. We're just, you know, we're just sad, really. Um, There's really nothing you can get upset
1: about. It's just, you know, it's sad. You're heartbroken and stuff like that, so, um, you know, it's only going to get tougher for those guys, and most we can do for each other is, is talk. Baseball, talk sports, talk about other things, and try to get your mind off of it. Try to, you know, live that five minute conversation and forget what's going on. You know, it's just trying to go out and keep yourself busy. So, yeah
0: and then i got one last question for you uh, this is just a tweet you threw out a couple of days ago i just wanted to see if there's any update but um so you tweeted out you know our conference seniors are very good this year um is there any way we can do a senior game draft two teams and let them play one last game you know make it happen is there any update on that or
1: surprise surprise i haven't heard anything from our conference so uh no <laughs> uh we've actually it's funny because um uh, I'm a good friend of mine at coaches um a school outside of Peoria, which is an hour away from us, um, he called me today and he made a comment about that and he said, what do you think about calling the Peoria Chiefs, which is a Class A affiliate with the Cardinals here, um, seeing if we can rent the field and let's get all the Illinois D3 colleges and play one last game. And I said, I'm 120% behind that. Let me know what you need me to do. And uh, So we're going to try to make something happen. I mean, we've already, I've already told our, our seniors that we're going to do some sort of Senior inner squad. If it's mid-May, mid-June, mid-July, whenever this stuff clears up, we're gonna we're gonna actually have a you know how it was meant to be. Um, and then if we get to do this on top of it, which would be phenomenal, um, I, I I know we're gonna work our butts off for it. Um, I told our senior parents that we're we're gonna figure something out. You know, this isn't it. You know, we'll do something. You know, and um you know it's our responsibility as coaches to take care of those guys and and to make sure everything's fine so just to let it go is i don't think that's right um so we're gonna we're gonna work as as coaches as as you know our 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 network our friends we're gonna try to get this down to the seniors and, and try to get something going and um if we can raise money for something we'll do it that way we'll uh We'll figure something out. Something is going to happen. We just, you know, we just mm-hmm. don't know when yet. That's awesome.
3: For sure. Yeah, yeah no, that's cool. You will have to keep us updated on that. There's, there's another content idea. I want to. We want to be updated on your uh, senior game or whatever it is progression.
2: Maybe, maybe Division Three yeah, sponsors could out, cover it. Play by
1: play. Yeah, just do a live podcast.
3: Us, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, hey, I think I you've been time. on fire today. I have to yeah. say.
1: We we could figure something out. We can get you. I know shoots probably won't be able to make it because he's so busy. Right. So, or we'll just do coffee. Like, but we can do something, you know.
3: Yeah. Can we get? Our, I'm with it. Get our
0: logos on the jersey.
3: <laughs> we we'll get a patch for you
1: guys. You can you can you can put on there. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah we can figure something out. So I'm just let's saying. Do so We got. We, you know. We got to do it. I mean, it just. This just so that you know. Have fun with it, with whatever you're doing. If it's playing baseball, or if it's lacrosse, or whatever it is, like you know, that's right. you enjoy it because you never know when it's going to be o- o- over. And we told that to our guys once we heard about the school and our conference that so you know, that shut it down. And and I think that was we we're five games in, and so i like, hey, you never know if this is going to be it. So you guys go out there and play your ass off, and that's what they did. I mean, I, I mean, this, this year was going to be a very special year for us. I know a lot of coaches are probably saying that, but. We, this group was really special with the seniors and the freshmen and, and, you know, the guys in between that really made this group special. It was going to be a lot of fun. And um, I think that's the hardest thing to kind of grasp right now is the all the work that you put in, you know, and it's just now it's over. You know, it. it I feel like the freshmen are cheated from learning from the seniors, um, you know, but uh, we have a, such a good alumni base that, you know, I don't, I don't think that stuff's going to stop. Um you know between those between those two classes and all actually all the classes really so um, you know the support that we've got from the parents the alumni has been phenomenal um, you know stuff like that you know asking hey what can we do to help what you know do you do the umpire do you want to throw to you guys it's it's endless uh, you know it's just very it's, it's very nice to have those guys there for you
0: for sure uh, you guys got anything else
3: <laughs> no I like that I wow. think I think that ends things on a nice positive note yeah. good exactly. Don't this, here, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. especially given. So I, I will. I, I say we sign off on that one. I'm good to me. Right, I'm,
4: I'm good to me. Appreciate your time uh, as always.
3: Coach, yeah, you just keep us updated on that sponsorship, whatever. You know, our people talk to your people. Um, of course, we appreciate your time. Like Ben was saying, uh, climbing up the numbers for our Mount Rushmore. Uh, so <laughs> and we and you already got like what two, three more appearances lined up.
1: You
3: know, right. So you're you're shit
1: pretty. Yeah. Here in like two weeks, we need to do a show review. So, you know, okay, so, if like, yeah, you I'm guys watch the Curse of I learned I, I, we can get something going on. All right. Hell uh, yeah. I'm bored. I'm oh. bored. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> 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 Me too. <So. laughs> we'll leave that out.
0: <laughs> a few moments later. <laughs> Now join us on the podcast. This is his seventh appearance on the show. He's 100% on the Mount Rushmore of reoccurring guests, according to appearances. He only trails Josh Linero and his tied our NFL insider, Coach Austin Sleek, for appearances. So that's big time, obviously. He's still one of our favorite guests, despite not helping us get you know his uncle, Don Mangley, on the podcast. But that's okay. We still love him. Coach Calhoun, how's it going? <laughs> it's
4: good, fellas. How
1: are you doing? Pretty good here.
4: Great. Good.
3: It's always honored to have you on the, on the pod. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. Definitely one of the favorite recurring guests. I don't like saying that, but I,
4: I have to say it. Hey, I appreciate it. It's, it's my favorite podcast to be on.
0: <laughs> Love to hear that. <laughs> all
4: right, That's so praise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the first question we have before you know get to the main part of our interview, uh, we discussed this with Coach Maternity already but obviously you have a bit more free time with this whole coronavirus thing uh, how have you been coping with this? what are some of the things you've been doing to utilize your time and do you have any advice for our sports fans uh, listeners out there for any ways to keep them entertained besides listening to us here at the Division 3's Finest Podcast
4: well number one on my list would be tuning to the podcast but that only fills so much time in the day right? Um, sure. I don't know it's, it's, weird. it's different because People who are really normally super busy this time of year are finally seeing what's, what it's like to not be busy. Um, I've just been, you know, trying to get ahead for next year, but there's only so much you can do because instead of having the summer off, you've got April or, you know, March, April, about two and a half, three extra months. So you've just got to find ways to stay busy, I guess, whatever you know, watching. You know, I'm watching a lot more movies than I've ever watched. Uh, it's kind of tough because you, everybody's been kind of banished to their houses or whatnot. So I right. think everybody's dealing with it the same way, just being pretty bored.
3: Is there a movie? Is there a movie or show in particular you're looking forward to the most? Like one you've been uh, waiting? Like, oh, I just don't have the time, and now obviously oh, you don't have the time. I am
4: super deep into The Sopranos. And I love oh. every second of it.
3: That's what I've heard. My roommate actually just finished that and he got real into it. So, I, I keep us updated on your progress. Maybe we, we awesome. need some ideas for content.
4: So, we'll bring you back in on in season, for updates. I'm in season three. It's, it's awesome. I love it. I know why everybody talks so highly about it. I'll give it a listen, I th- or watch, I think. Listen. Give it a listen.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't watch it. Just, yeah, let's do it in the background.
3: All right, so we'll get a little more serious now. Uh, Big J question. Um, so your situation, a little different at the junior college level, um, but you know, recently everything's kind of been falling into the same spot. But there's been a lot of talk uh, the past week with eligibility and seniors playing college sports, um, whether or not you know, maybe they'll be able to get an, a fifth year. But with your situation, kind of where it's a little different is you don't really have a lot of seniors. Um, so in a more unique way how does this kind of affect the sophomores looking to transfer to a four-year school um and what are some of the uh their options if they haven't been able to secure their next step
4: well just uh you get with your research guy we have in fact zero seniors seniors. (laughs) (laughs) but um so the (laughs) njca has done what the (laughs) nca And um, if you're on a spring roster, you've been granted a a hardship waiver. So basically everybody gets their year of eligibility back. Now where the problem we run into with is that, um, you know, you can only take so many classes at the junior college level. Um, So you normally get your associate's degree in 60 hours, depending on, you know, kind of what your focus is. So for guys... That haven't moved on. Um, we're trying to reach out to other schools because now all recruiting across the NCAA levels, you know, you can't do any in person or face to face recruiting until at least April 15th. So a lot of it's moved online, videos, just reaching out to people. Um, so you're just trying to get names out there, get video out there to some people um, who had their needs met or have heard depending on what their needs are if you can meet them. Now where it screws everybody up is that seniors get that year back, but you don't know what seniors are coming back where. So, rosters are going to be just a lot bigger, or not everywhere, but overall it's going to be bigger than what they normally are because nobody was banking on, hey, you know, your seniors or for us our sophomores are coming back um, just because of, you know, the coronavirus. Mm.
0: And just following up on that, you know, not sure if you'll have a great qu- or a- answer for this since this is all happening so quick. But what's the situation looking like moving forward? I know NCAA coaches can't recruit now, but what's the recruiting situation like for junior colleges? And is there any like timeline to look out for?
4: Uh, I mean, we're on the same timeline. The NJCAA has given us the same rules like the NCAA. We're not allowed to do any in-person or face-to-face interview or interviews. Um, recruiting till the 15th of april now we can text email call recruits um but we're on the same timeline and it all depends on you know how this thing progresses does it get bigger does it get smaller um you know people talking about they're probably going to move the time back but it's just we're just a victim of you know what's going to happen because nobody knows and last thing last thing i got
3: before we let you go Um, You know, unless you have anything else. Um, Mm -hmm. But how does this impact uh, our good friend Jacob Schubert's job situation? Uh, You know, obviously his coffee days are over, but what's his role in the organization, you know, look like over the next few months?
4: Talking of your stuff? (laughs) No, like, just to put it out there for everybody, I want Schub to come back, you know, if he wants to come back, if it's something he wants to do. Um, But right now, Schubert has... uh, big-time job, and uh, for summer ball, he's got a legit job, um, and just kind of, I mean, if we're not doing anything else for the rest of the, the year, we're trying to get the team back together one more time before um, we all depart, but the governor's here is closed schools and public universities till um, the end of March, so I don't know when that's going to be, and you know, I, I like to think that, you know, I'm pretty flexible. So if she's got to run, got to go back home for something, that's what you can do. But I want him back. It's just is all up to him now. Does he want to come back? Does the situation look better for him here? Or did he get a bigger job than USCL?
2: It's kind of it's clear everything up. I'm pretty sure I've told him like four times now I'm coming back. So <laughs>
4: he's,
2: just, he's just being humble. So
4: I respect that.
3: He's still recruiting you. You gotta respect
4: that. Yeah. <laughs> Always gotta so, have that, and and to the mentality. One, the one bit of advice I'll give everybody that's going through, you know, this losing their senior season or whatever their season is is not kind of sobering, but everybody hey, life goes on. So I'm pretty sure you none of us played a season this year and we're still alive and we're kicking. It sucks, but you know, life goes on. It's gotta move on with it. That's true. Um, so right. I, have, there
0: you go. I have one last qu- one last question a little more lighthearted obviously but you know so we talked about Don Manningly a lot on this podcast but so He's I know free. he has yeah he has more free time now obviously like so like what? how should we go about this like email or should we try to social media like tag the Marlins or something drop your name like how exactly do we go about this process
4: I'll tell you what I'd be okay with if you tweet the Marlins and name drop me And mention me, I'm 100% okay with that. Okay. He doesn't have an email address, but if you want to tweet to Marlins and name drop me, I 100% endorse that plan.
0: Wait, he doesn't have an email?
4: Are you sure? I don't believe that at all. Not a public one. You can't email him like Don at Marlins. Yeah. like that. Right. (laughs) He doesn't have one that you'll... I'll just start guessing. I'll just start guessing. (laughs) That's our guest.
2: Don't worry. at
0: (laughs) (laughs) But we'll never have access to his phone number or email. That'll just never happen through you?
4: Not through me. Okay. Not through me. All
0: right. Uh, That's fair. That's acceptable. All right. I guess we'll we'll have to attack this social media wise. I don't know. We have a good uh, good teaming set. We, We can talk about this and get a strategy going.
4: Get, get your people to call his people.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, uh, you guys got anything
4: else? No. I don't, I don't have anything else.
2: Yeah, so, you know, apparently our good friend Andrew Gillen lost internet connection due to the coronavirus, but I think that's all we have for you. Coach Calhoun, it's a pleasure talking with you. You know, I'll probably talk to you a lot more in the next coming days than these guys will. And, you know, thank you for coming on
4: the show. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, guys. Always have fun doing
2: it.
0: A
4: few moments later. <laughs>
0: Now joining us on the podcast is his sixth appearance on the show, one of the best recurring guests of all time and definitely in the Mount Rushmore conversation. His dad actually appeared on the show a couple of weeks ago and put on the performance of a lifetime, so that's going to be tough to follow up for sure. But, hey, if anyone can do it, it's our boy, K. Weezy, Christian Campus. How's it going, my guy?
4: What's good? Thanks for having me on. It's nice to be back in the
2: trenches. Yeah, for, for sure. Campus, I have a quick, like, kind of a big J, big journalism question for you. Because you're, se- you're a senior this year, right? Oh, no, I'm a what? junior, idiot. No way, you're a junior. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I can't. Never mind. J, I, get these, I, get, I get these so much stuff. I couldn't remember if you and Gordon were juniors or seniors, so never mind.
3: Big B-J, B.J. Get it together, shoot. I'm sorry. At least I B-J, asked him before I asked the
2: question.
3: Hey, but, but shout out to our, to our senior brothers out there who, who are going through some tough times. Shout yeah. out. campus is not one of them.
0: Huge shout out. Friends of the program.
3: Uh, no printer.
0: <laughs> hey the co-hosts do their research on the podcast but recurring guests sometimes you know they slack well, they're late this. to the show right, so, and stuff okay, like that again,
2: so like okay you're a junior do you know if <laughs> any of the seniors yeah, are coming
4: sir. back yeah i think most of them are planning on
2: it huh oh, right, so oh, wow go.
0: that's huge yeah,
3: that is interesting there you go it's breaking high, news high scoop there
0: yeah Source, Big, yes, sir. good question shoot good question yeah
3: I get great question I've I figured it out good question. <laughs> all right so i think i think we're ready for our fantasy bs now um unless Shub, you got anything else no i'm just kidding please don't uh <laughs> so today's fantasy bs is brought to you by the let's get tropical division three's finest bracket that didn't last uh even a whole 24 hours but is definitely a hundred percent happening next year so look out for that in 2021 <laughs> when the sports uh make sense again and we can finally stop reading f-ing books
2: um, but that. anyway,
3: today's fantasy BS topic is the best self-quarantine activities. Um, or just quarantine, you know, anything that you can do during these uh, during these turbulent times, being locked dark in your times. houses out there. Yeah, really dark times. Um, as our guest, um, Christian Campus will go first. Uh, our, our honored guest, great, great to have him again. Um, Ben's going second. Coach Jacob, the bald Schubert, uh, has a third pick, uh, and I got, I got backs- back to the picks at the mouthful. end because it's a snake draft. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A huge to have those two picks at the end. Uh, people do forget that, though. They do um, forget. But all right, campus, why don't you start us off, my guy? Real quick. All right. Uh,
2: yeah, not bad.
3: Gail. Sorry. I just want to say I, how i I do want to note that I don't think this is the same draft order that was texted to me earlier in the week. I, I just I, I want to point that out.
2: Well, I I don't know. No but comment. But I just want to like congratulate on a, tremendous, on a tremendous ad read. Like you that, thought was that was so, pretty good. That was better. That was ten times better than Lanero's horrific ad read I had to listen to oh, <laughs> Shout out for into the show, uh, Josh Lanero. Uh, hopefully not an
3: avid, too avid of a listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, let's get uh, let's get with Jacob Schubert. All right, campus starts off, man. All right. All right, I'll go with Netflix for the first pick. I have to. That was easy. Easy one. I had to. Any Any shows you're watching right now, my guy? Any 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 shows that you maybe were putting off because you didn't have the time? Uh, no, not really. I have just been watching
2: a little bit of everything. I watched John <laughs> Wick three the other day. That was pretty good. It's a good. Did you Did you have to watch the first two before that, or no? Yes. No question, <laughs> but I had to know. I had to know. Co- a co-host question. Yes.
0: All right. Uh, I got the second right. pick here. I'm gonna go uh, day drinking. Day drink. There you does go.
2: That, does oh, that well, just eliminate so... all of drinking then? Because what if I do night drinking? You can do night ben, drinking. Do you work during the day.
0: I know. This is yeah, a this is would... a weekend activity. Oh yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. This is this is quarantine. <laughs> there is no weekends. It's all the weekend now. <laughs> I mean, all right, so since Ben took day drinking, I'm gonna go with, you know, night drinking, what normal people <laughs> drink. Okay.
0: Great Not
2: nice. Real great, yeah, great. <laughs> great
3: pig. Great uh, pig. honestly. Alright. Uh I got back, back to back, right? Snake traps, yeah. Um so you guys took all the all the big ones off my list, um, but one that I I personally have been having and I've seen kind of on Twitter and stuff. Um, people, uh, YouTube rabbit holes. Uh, you get on a topic and they suggest your videos, you know, and you just keep going and going. Yeah. Um, so whether it's, you know, cooking videos, that was me the other day. I think it was just yesterday, actually. Uh, w- whatever it is, sports highlights, we've been there. I've been weighed on that one, uh, especially, you know, given the lack of sports. Uh, so YouTube rabbit holes for the first one. And then um, second one. Uh, Thing you know, on brand, um, hypothetically, uh, this is for those of us out there that hypothetically bet uh, on sports typically. uh, But the search for the search for other things to bet on, um, maybe not even the act of betting on those things, but just like what else is out there that I can potentially lose money on. uh, I think that in itself is a pretty good activity.
2: You have some examples of what you could potentially lose money on, allegedly.
3: Well, I feel like, no, no, I personally wouldn't. Uh, I'm sure you can find them uh, on, I'm sure there are some sites out there. I wouldn't know anything about that, right. um, but, you know, I just feel like as soon as I, I would maybe even hypothetically find something to bet on, it it shuts down as soon as I find out about it. So uh, I, some of us may have given up hypothetically,
4: Okay. Um, okay.
3: but it's out there. Gotcha, gotcha.
2: All right, so it comes back to comes back to me right yeah the third that's
3: how it works
2: all right okay so I'm gonna go with washing your hands that's a uh, great quarantine activity nice. in this dark times washing your yeah, hands sh- uh, thoroughly for that's at great. least 20 seconds uh, is what yes. I've been told with soap and water All
0: so, right. um yeah, 20, 20 seconds and told
2: I'm glad people are telling you that 20 yes.
0: seconds uh, I'm ecstatic this came back to me I'm gonna go video games
2: yeah I have hey. games. Well, washing oh. your hands is more important than video games. You should be
0: College doing that. You time should time be time washing time. your hands in the first place, not just because you have to quarantine. F dumbass.
2: <laughs> Whoa. F, F- hostility.
0: Alright, Campus, you got back to back picks here. We'll All bleep right. that out earlier. My first I'm sorry. pick
2: lost my cool a little bit. My first
3: pick, I'm gonna go with eating. Oh nice. Okay. okay. And then the sec the second one, ripping darts. Oh, <laughs> I know that so like, teams, uh, a lot of the fans. Yes, you got to go with
0: what the
3: fans want. Okay, I respect that, and and the fact that you're just you're just owed it up to pandering. I I respect that.
0: All right, that's gonna be tough to follow. Um, let's see, I got a couple options here. I'm gonna say. I guess I'm gonna be boring. I you you okay well, there, Gil? Yeah,
3: I think I. <laughs> you got some yeah, stuff. It's not fun to joke about. Yeah, it's not fun to joke about that. Shoot. Sure. <laughs>
0: Sorry, sorry. We I'm going to go exercise, basic. So does
2: that eliminate all my great. exercise? I'm gonna, you
0: know, it great. Are you going to copy my pick again? No, you can only do that once. I'm taking no, all I, exercise. I, I'm yes, really I'm, doing, I'm taking I'm all it. forms of exercise, out? just like you took all of beef.
2: Would you chill? Could you chill out? Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> will you chill out? Shut up. I don't know. This is. I should have went with up. video games because I know washing your hands would have been there, third overall. But you know, yeah, 100%. absolutely would have been there, 100. Uh, percent I'm gonna go with uh, napping for my third. Napping. Game.
0: Okay.
3: Okay,
2: that is a good one actually. That
3: was on my list. Uh, maybe not That's gonna make my good. draft board. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Maybe a redeemer there for you. Um. So mine kind of on, kind of on. I was gonna take. Uh. Just. Eating, you know, lots of food because everybody, I feel like, stocked up. So I know personally I've been snacking a lot, but campus took that. So I'm going to take um, becoming a better cook or being forced to become a better cook um, yeah. considering restaurants have all closed down, um, kind of, you know, have to try your hand in the old kitchen. So uh, that will be my third pick.
0: That's all. You
2: one okay. more? Oh, exactly. I have one more.
0: No, yeah. he doesn't.
2: No. Oh no, you're right. out. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. no. Thank you. Jesus. Are you was okay, Shubes? Like, Damn. No, f- Sorry for on. that. No snake trap. Forgot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are we are we just gonna keep going. Ten picks each.
2: I missed on more.
0: All right. Uh, I mean, I have some honorable mentions. do you want to go first since you're a guest.
2: I mean, Gil kind of big Gil said it cooking. Uh, it's kind of funny. Like he,
0: he did say it, not go- just kind of. Yeah, no. yeah. I
2: know. Yeah, mean, cooking, whatever. But uh, it's funny like. <laughs> Stuff that we normally don't like doing, like you know, chores. It's like, all right, like I know, like me, like I like kind of made my dishes get like, yeah,
3: not like I'm just like stacking like them your, up. Getting your life in order was one of my yeah, other mentions. I'm
2: just, I'm just letting my dishes like stack up instead of washing them immediately because it's like, all right, it's like that's like 15 to 20 minutes of my day tomorrow. I can just
3: oh, check okay, out. maybe maybe not exactly what I was getting. No, at. Yeah. not like, like that, but I'm yeah, kind
2: of weird. Yeah, I'm doing the dishes <laughs> actually. I mean, I'm doing my dishes, but like I'm planning them. I'm I'm You're taking
3: the time to wash them
2: then because I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> I'm saying like I can like you can do it tomorrow. Like it's I'm planning my day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So like all right, all right. going along with dishes is kind of just, like cleaning, like doing chores in general. Shit like shit you would never do. We'll if bleep you that were that out. A normal life. Um, and then you know podcasts. You know especially this this great podcast. But then oh, that's you all have I another got, one you know, besides other stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: I had a few. Um,
3: I had, uh, kind of like Shoop said, thinking of podcast ideas. Um, that's okay. been a big one of mine. Uh, just brainstorming up uh, uh, sports podcast ideas. Sorry, thinking of specifically for a sports podcast. Kind of fuked in that regards. Um, we'll ben, that you up. said exercise. I had get in shape. Um, honorable mention because I'm not going to do it. Which also, another honorable mention is thinking of thinking of like self-improvement, things you could do. But not actually doing them, that's another honorable mention I had. Like, just thinking about them is the act. Like, I'm not expecting anybody to actually follow through. But, like, oh, I could do this, this, or this. Like, that's a good one. I think that makes people feel good. Um, and then if you have roommates, I had pranking your roommates. Because uh, they're stuck with you for right. a while.
0: That's good. <laughs> so I have a couple of honorable mentions as well. I mean, this kind of along the lines of what Gil's talking about, get really good at something. So whether it's like I don't know, playing guitar or juggling, just yeah, pick just a random skill. Yeah, I
3: just said good at something. Like, right. oh, I'm going to do this.
0: Yeah, so but you know. The
2: reality, you will so. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't that, make my that, list. Absolutely really huge. Um, I said watch Depp Brothers because it's just a great movie. I think that, um, that's good. That's a good honorable mention. And read, and none of us are going to do that probably, but it's no an book. option. There's books in the house.
3: Nerd, nerd. What, and they, you could just get books out. You could maybe right. like order a book. Yeah. And put, be like I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this, and then you just like you're you're like oh you maybe this'll end soon, and then yeah you just kind of wait for things kind of die down. You're like I ran out of time. Yeah. Doing all my other stuff.
2: Exactly.
0: Campus, you have any Please. honorable mentions for us?
3: Yes, an honorable mention that I was thinking about is watching music videos. Okay. Okay. A lost art these days, I would say. It really is. It's underappreciated. It's like it. but you start watching one, you get to the next one, you get all vamped up. You appreciate the the artistry that's put into to each one. Honestly, I couldn't have said it better if I tried, you know, Honestly. I just I, hey, I I'm inspired by you. You inspire me every day, Unc. That's crazy. So is that
0: I'm like so a on the podcast. is that like a small announcement? Are you saying you're gonna be making some more music videos for people in the future?
3: Uh, maybe if Shub like makes an effort to like talk to anyone that you went to college with, then I'll consider it. But until then, ta- probably not. I we can work that out. to college with right now. We can work that out. No, no, no. I hear what you're saying. I, I agree with you. We'll we'll work on him. But if if it means bringing back at Kweezy even for a limited time, I'll do whatever that takes that's you know what i can't i can't thank you enough for the support gil and ben i miss. mean i don't really thank you but i guess i appreciate him a little bit but seems <laughs> to be a theme on, on this podcast
0: but big shout out to the k movement though because you're we're still using your uh closing music uh ben franklin's as, our, as, as, as our outro music so big yeah, shout I appreciate out there. you
3: man no no i appreciate you more than you appreciate me <laughs> all right my god do you have anything uh, uh anything to close off the pod with anything you want to touch on uh any any news uh, notes comments announcements
0: shout out to seth gordon player uh, of the player of the week
3: oh no, yeah shout out to seth gordon he roomed with me when we were in myrtle and next thing you know he's hit bombs and he's winning all these
2: awards you know
3: well and i'm gonna take that up. actually I'm, I'm gonna partially steal that from you you come on our podcast a few times, then Seth rooms with you, and then he does all that. So it's like a, a cause and effect kind of thing. Yeah,
0: it's a Starting chain. Starting with
3: the I, podcast. Once again, I could not have said it better. Uh, hey, I just see—I call it how I see it. That's once again. That's huge. That's excellent. That's exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I didn't mean to cut you off. Please continue. Shout out, Seth Gordon. Who else you got? No, you kind of—you kind of finished it. Also, I just wanted to send a shout out all the people in America to stop buying all the damn toilet paper. That's a, I'll retweet that all day. I, I, there was not one roll in my Giant Eagle. Not
2: one.
3: That's just a shame.
0: There wasn't real, one real shame. There wasn't one roll in like the biggest Walmart in Jacksonville. So like that's uh, it's not looking great for the kid. Got a couple left. We'll be alright. We'll
4: make it through.
1: through.
0: Yeah. We'll make it through. Always. And that, that's what grit's all about. So. That's right. All right.
3: All right, campus, again, honored, truly honored to have you on. Uh, Words of wisdom, good time, good laughs as always, man. Thank you for your time. Uh, I wish you the best, obviously, in this time of quarantine. It was an honor and a privilege to share this conversation with you fine gentlemen. (laughs) Hey, man, appreciate it as always. I'm sure we'll have you back on soon, all right? Appreciate it. All right, peace. Later. Tell Denny we said what's up. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, we'll see you, bud. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, it's K Weezy, and we back. The rise to the throne.
2: Envy.
0: Yeah.
3: Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people, phonies, just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for, from me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got
4: is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog,
3: they all got prayers.